this year it's just like i don't know <laughs> you know for lack of a better phrase uh even from the from a top horse standpoint but i think that's why um this race at del mar means so much uh this year uh compared to other years where maybe and it always means a lot but you know this year i think it just means everything um not a lot like last year i guess with flight line but this year it just feels different because it's like we got to have somebody start to really step up archangelo's done it now who else there were these two racing dudes named aaron and jared who had advice on racing and they wanted to share it started a website where players go to see all their picks the goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk they put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly make a website where the expert picks are freer than willy from a racetrack veteran to just a beginner there's one place that you want to go to find you a winner as a matter of fact i want to hit the exacta there's only one site that you'll keep coming back to so next time that the horses all line up at the post Make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland, Gulfstream Parks, and Matoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one side to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com. For all of your bets, RacingDudes.com, as good as it gets. What's up, I'm Jared Wilkes, Aaron Halterman. It is Thursday, August 31st, and this is Lingers Off. What's up, man? Yeah, hard to believe. Last day of August. August is over, and that means football is coming, and that means Breeders' Cup's coming, right? September gets me thinking about Breeders' Cup. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, gonna be crazy. Great weekend of racing. My gosh, we've got it everywhere <laughs> from all angles this weekend. So, going to be good. And yeah, I never thought I would say this, but September also means that Saratoga is almost over. And thank goodness. So I, it's yeah. like I, I I don't I never in my life, and I could say the same for you. I'm sure that where yeah. you've actually looked forward to the meet being over with, and I think that's where we're at right now with it. Crazy to say that, but yeah, you know, it's it's true. Uh, it's been a smooth week so far but uh you know i i hate that i even said that so yeah um yeah but you know what you, you've got uh del mar take center stage this weekend with a great pacific classic card and kentucky downs is here uh, a lot of people love that track as well so there's a lot going on um and like i said final kind of run here for saratoga we'll see uh see how it goes yeah i mean really the, the saratoga is takes a back seat this weekend even though you've got you know, the grade one Jockey Club Gold Cup, which is a Breeders' Cup uh, for the Classic or a winning your in for the Classic. And then you've got the the Flower Bowl. that has got a whopping four horses in it. But really, you've got you got Breeders' Cup races across the board um, to look forward to this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like I said, the, the Del Mar race is very interesting. The one we're going to talk about in depth, the Pacific Classic, I mean... Boy, what a fascinating race that's going to be. And uh, we saw Archangelo kind of stamp his name, um, you know, as, as kind of, I don't know if he's the one to beat, but but one everybody's excited about for the classic. But this uh, this race out of Del Mar is going to go a long ways in kind of deciding that thing too, because it's, it is just, it seems very wide open. And we'll see. You got a couple three-year-olds taking on older horses. That's very interesting this time of year. Yeah, the uh, Pacific Classic, man. It's uh, you know, Mark Angelo obviously has, has stamped himself as being the top, if not one of the top classic horses now. Um, but man, you got to think this race here is going to produce several, and 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 maybe even the top three-year-old, as far as um, some might be concerned, with Arabian Night and uh, Go Rocket Ride, of course, running one and three in the Haskell last out. But you also have you know, like the funded and some of those likes that are the older, more established horses that still could make <clears throat> a case here for not just this race, but um, as we head into the classic, which let's be honest, every week, it's like, it feels like the classic becomes more and more of a blur. It's like, so hopefully we have one, I mean, you know, Archangel at least did, did something this weekend to give us an idea. But other than that, behind him, it was kind of like, I don't know what I want to do with these horses. And hopefully this weekend we can at least have one or two horses that we can say, you know what? That's a classic horse. 
Yeah, I mean, you got Archangel, you got Wide Barrio, and then you got the the ones running this weekend. Uh, you know, I think like you know, Rattle and Roll, Proxy, those two going to go at it at, at, at Saratoga, and then Arabian Night, Go Rocket Ride, Defunded, you know, Stiletto Boy. To me, this is the biggest weekend for the classic yet. So you're just trying to kind of figure it out. You go back to last year, and it's like you felt like by now you had it figured out, especially after this weekend last year. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, Flatline's going to win, but even if he would have faltered, get a lot of horses in line. You're like, yeah, I'll take that horse instead. This year, it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, for lack of a better phrase, uh, even from the from a top horse standpoint. But I think that's why um, this race at Del Mar means so much uh, this year uh, compared to other years where maybe, and it always means a lot, but, you know, this year, I think it just means everything. Um, not a lot like last year, I guess, with Flightline, but this year it just feels different because it's like we got to have somebody start to really step up. Archangelo's done it. Now who else? Yeah, and, and you and you wonder if if we see you know Archangelo again, will that be a uh, will we you know they obviously think this horse you know they they aren't afraid to give him breaks right as far as between races between the Belmont and, and this to the Travers are we going to see another break in that case? You know, you just got to have to hope that he is that horse. And on the, on the flip side is I've, I'm on a streak here where it's like every time I rank a horse, number one, the horse just completely is out of the picture. And I wouldn't say Forte is out of the picture. We can kind of, we can kind of, uh, move to that, uh, the Travers a little bit in terms of kind of the performances. And obviously Forte went into the race being the top three-year-old, uh, not just the top three-year-old, but kind of by, by default, kind of the top, one of the top classic horses, um, just didn't, just didn't run well. Um, you know, just a, not, not the greatest of trips or at least ride. Um, but still like one was never beaten Archangelo, but you would have liked to seen a little, I mean, he ran better than that in the Belmont off the, off the bench. And, and obviously was very good in the gym dandy. So what do you make of, of that performance from Forte? And, and more importantly, what do you do with him, um, moving forward? We saw a lot of non-efforts, I feel like, throughout the week at Saratoga, and, and maybe the rain and the track. It's just some horses didn't like it. Uh, so that could be part of it. Uh, I, I guess he was due to kind of not run his best, uh, you know, so maybe maybe that's part of it as well. Um, but, yeah, it's funny because we've said all year, well, the two horses that are really consistent are Mage and Forte, and both of them did not show up whatsoever. And, you know, Dennis asked the question explanation. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't have one. Uh, I know Forte kind of act up in the gate. He was kind of agitated in the paddock. You know, maybe it just, he got, he got a little bit upset. I don't know, but uh, neither one of them showed up with any kind of effort. And that that's always disappointing because I don't know if either one of them beats Archangelo to be, to be clear. I'm not saying that, but you would all, you would also like to see, all of them show up with their best and see, you know, who could beat who. And I mean, Forte and, uh, and Mage, they just didn't show period. It's becoming an issue. I feel like it's funny. because like how Forte, it, it, you would never have believed that like Forte would have been a, would be further back than, than Tappet Trice. I think most people yeah. kind of got that stigma with Tappet Trice. Like he's, he's just, he's so slow and he's, you know, he's going to be late, you know, to the back of the pack. And, and now it's two races in a row here and, and not just, you know, he didn't have blinkers on the in the Belmont type of trice that is, and he was a he was still ahead of, of Forte that day, at least midway. You know, like whenever the the real running got got kind of got going, and again, same thing in the Travers, he was ahead uh, of Forte when you know, and it's like that. It just seems like that that's an issue, you know, because Forte was in a good position, and then just kind of I don't know if he just doesn't run um well kind of he kind of gets lazy or something and they ask that one you know he usually has the key with him is he usually does have once he they ask him to go he goes and he and he picks starts picking off horses well in this case uh he just didn't and we like you kind of mentioned it and specifically we saw a bunch of friday to friday to uh to sunday we saw a bunch of pletcher horses that um just didn't quite have that umph at the end you know that didn't didn't finish off the races gotten themselves in good positions you got to wonder if some of them didn't you know we had a weird track we had a lot of back and forth with rain and and sealed and the knots you know what i mean and so you kind of wonder if some of these horses just didn't like those the the odd surface or or what but with horses like nest with horses like forte 
even if the track wasn't awesome, you would still have liked to have seen more of an effort from both of them, especially late. I don't I don't mind. I mean, it sucks, but like if, if Forte runs second to Archangelo, then you're just like, well, Archangelo ran huge, but just really a non-effort uh from him, especially compared to what he's done in his past. Mage was interesting because he never picked up his feet, right? But oh, Forte dude, I don't know what that was. He just never ran a mage, but with Forte. I didn't think he was going to win, but I looked at you when they turned, he made a, he like slingshotted from, you know, three or four off the leaders to getting right up close to him. And I thought, okay, here he comes. He's had a, he's going to have to come wide. It's, it's going to be tough. I, I wasn't by any means con- confident, but it looked like he was going to run. And then he turned and he stopped. And that has me really worried about him because the one thing, whether you love or hate him, he, his desire is always there. He always was a horse that tried, right? And I thought, well, again, going to be tough, but he's here he comes. He's going to make that effort, and he made no effort down the stretch. That worries me that he might be tired. He might be have some kind of injury still bothering him, something like that, because that, that just wasn't him at all in that race. Yeah, I, I I mean, that's the thing. That's what makes it so challenging to for both for Ness and for her, him. It's like you don't even – I guess it's business as usual with them. Like you still, yeah. if they still want to go to the classic or still want to go to the distaff, which you assume would be the case. Like you, you got to keep on that path just because the efforts were so bad that you almost can't take much from it. Um, well, and real quick with nest, I mean, idiomatic definitely pace advantage, got the job done, but nest nest lost a secret oath. Okay. And I'm, I'm not, that's not a, a diss on secret oath, but, We've seen Nest just crush that horse, and she lost to her. Mm-hmm. That tells me all I need to know. That horse did not show up, period. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Disarm ran a nice race. Uh, yeah. Tap it tries. I mean, here's the thing about uh, Disarm, I guess I could still make a case for, like, I think he might be getting, you know, gut, being a gun runner. No, he's a gun runner. He is a gun runner. Um, he just keeps getting better with each, you know, with age, and, and, and obviously you think next year would be his year. Tapatrice just feels like he is what he is. Uh, I, I don't know that he's a bad horse. He's going to keep running in these races. Maybe he, he gets lucky one of these days um, and wins one. But I, I, until I don't know how you can pick for or, or Tapatrice to win a race like this until they're either cutting lowering him into in, in, in level or the light bulb goes off. And in that case, I'm not going to pay to watch and find out until that day happens. So um, he's a nice horse to own and probably a nice horse to have, you know, he's, he's, he runs, it's kind of the same way the whole way around the track, but it just doesn't feel like he's going to get the job done in any of these big races as of right now. You know, we've got people at the Pletcher barn connection be like, Hey, he, he ran a lot better. No, he did. He ran the same race. It was the same race. He did exactly, exactly what exactly he always did. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, he got him in the race early, but I was like, yeah, but he didn't. He didn't do anything with it. And the, thing about, the thing about him that's so frustrating is early in the year, or like early in like you know the Triple Crown Trail and stuff. All you would say, at least I would say, and I think the, the general idea was, man, if we could just if he could just get him in a position when they hit the stretch, you know, like a position to win that he would be unbelievable. He'd be unstoppable because the issue with him was like, you know, you look at Tampa Bay Derby. He had to, he was like way out of it. You know, he was too far out of it uh, a couple different times. And then it's like Belmont dream trip, Travers dream trip, got him in the position to win. And he just doesn't have that. He runs the same speed the whole way down the stretch. He never, I mean, you're going to have to come past him. That, but that's not that hard for some of these horses like Archangelo, some of the the heavy hitters in the division. So I don't, I don't think he's a, uh, he's a, to me, he's a solid underneath horse until uh, proven otherwise. Exactly. And, you know, I, yeah. Turn it for home here. Yeah. Michael just yeah, said, I it, agree. It for I home totally, here. Exactly right. I thought, well, if today's the day, he, he's right there. He just doesn't have it. And again, I, I don't know if it's talent. I don't know if it's mental, but the bottom line is it, it doesn't really matter which one it is. Just you can't bet him right now. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what more you can do. Right. I mean, that was, everything went perfect in that race 
and he still got third and he got beat by disarm. I mean, I mean, you have to, you it, say Archangelo freaks and you run second to him. Fine. But you got to beat a horse like disarm. And that's no offense to him, but you got to beat him. If you think you're going to be like a star type of horse and he's just not, he's just very average. So we'll talk more about the classic here, the division, obviously with a couple of classic races, but um, before we move on, are you, where are you at with the staff division? Are you still, I mean, will you give Nest another try? Um, how, you know, it's the, the staff division, especially Claire air losing, obviously she ran awful uh, as well in that race. Um, you know, the, 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 the staff division has all of a sudden become a little bit more of a question mark. I, I, I couldn't tell you, honestly, I think that division is really bad. Um, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you who I'm picking in that race. I probably go for a longer price and just hope uh, hope to get a little bit of a long shot in because, I mean, Clary Air, that was, I don't know what that was from her. It was horrible. Uh, and Ness was bad. Secret Oath improved from what she had been running, but still, it's not like she was, like, threatening to win. Um, idiomatic, I think I want to see that horse when it's not alone on the lead. So it, it's it's not good. That, that's a bad division right now. It is a, yeah, it's, it, it went from a nest could dominate this thing to, 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 you know, this is her year to, uh, I don't know. And, and if it's not her, it's like name, there's a list that goes on secret oath probably win the thing. So the problem with nest is it's like, shit, she just has races where she doesn't show up and it, it's becoming a problem, you know, yeah. um, breeders cup last year was not good from her, you know, and, that this race at Saratoga, not good for her. And we were told that she was doing about as good as she's ever done coming into that race. So I, I don't know what her deal is right now. I, off, I, you would have thought she would have been ready to fire. Yeah. Um, again, not anything. She, you know, she just kind of uh -uh. spun her wheels to the top of the stretch. And, uh, you know, maybe the, maybe the track, you know, didn't play to her favor that day with the conditions, but still it's just, I have a hard time with the, whenever they say that it's just like, if the horse is like six, seven, eight to one, you're, you know, then that you can, I can sometimes like, okay, I can get on board with that. But when the horse is, is there's, these are these legitimate freaks or supposedly freaks, it's like uh, track or no, I mean, you should be able to, to do better than that. Well, listen, if you, if you chase idiomatic around there, she gets a dream trip, but you run right. up there, you get beat by a length, you go, well, hell, there's nothing she could do. She ran great. When you when you just don't do anything in the stretch, you don't make up any ground, you lose ground, and you lose the secret oath late. That's all I need to know. Like you didn't show up, you didn't run very well at all, you know. And that's that's I don't know what she is at this point, and I it's it'd be really hard to back her at another Breeders' Cup, it, you know. After what we saw at Saratoga and what we saw last year at the Breeders' Cup, um, it'd be hard to back her. She's been so good from the point you know we've obviously there's name of race lots of good races for her you know the belmont even the loss was unbelievably good and then she's been so bad in other races and it's like you said it's hard to take six to five on her or something yep. like that uh in the in the distaff which i think she don't think she would be at this point but um we'll see you know if she goes and freaks and if they i don't know if they're going to run her again or if they're going to just train up to it um, but if they run her again and she freaks, then you're like, well, crap, you know, what are you going to, you know, now she's going to be a short price in the disc staff, probably the favorite. And then what are you supposed to do with it? Um, we'll find out lots of time between not lots, but not all that time, much time between now. It's hard to believe we're in the final stretch of preps as we head to the classic and the breeders cup, uh, in November. So let's get to today's show. We'll talk more about the breeders cup today's show. We're going to preview and get picks for Saturday's $1 million FanDuel Racing Pacific Classic at Del Mar. A Breeders' Cup winning your end for the 2023 Breeders' Cup Long Jeans Classic. Then we'll give some rapid fire selections from the remaining stakes races. Um, this weekend at Saratoga, Del Mar, and good old Kentucky Downs. Let's go! They're all set. Feel for the Pacific Classic sent on their journey. Saturday at Del Mar, race 10, the FanDuel Racing Pacific Classic Stakes. Grade one, million dollars for three-year-olds and up, going one and a quarter miles on the main track. And it is a Breeders' Cup win and you're in for the Breeders' Cup Long Jeans Classic. And dude, if it's a if it's a theme at Del Mar, not just this year, but especially this day. 
full fields across the board, and we got a big one here. Field 11 shows up for the Pacific Classic, and and really it's got it's a it's got about what you would want from an older division. What we kind of have to work with, as well as um, obviously some good three year olds. Go Rocket Ride. A list that the the morning lines aren't listed here on the screen if you're watching it live with us, but I can read the morning lines from John White. Um, go Rocket Ride at five to two. Uh, I'll just go through the field. Number two, Cantona at 20 to one. Stiletto Boy at eight to one. The four, Tripoli at 20 to one. Defunded, the five at four to one. Order in Law, the six, 30 to one. Seven, Slow Down Andy, eight to one. Uh, Senior Buscador, the eight horse, 10 to one. Number nine, Arabian Night, three to one. Uh, Paroli, the 10, 20 to one. And Skinner, Skinner makes a return to the track, the 11 horse at 10 to one. So, Go Rocket Ride. It seems like it's Go Rocket Ride versus one of the Bafferts. So what do you think of the race? Yeah, it's really um, – it's going to be interesting to see how these two three-year-olds, Go Rocket Ride and Arabian Night, match up with the older horses. And at first look, you look at them and go, gosh, yeah, they're older, but they're not that great. Well, these are horses that are going to be in the Classic. I mean, this is kind of what the older division is uh, this year. I think Go Rocket Ride's the one to beat. Uh, I, I I agree with the morning line odds there of him being the favorite. I I mean, you just look at the Haskell and you go, well, if he can run back to that race, he's better than the rest of these horses, right? I mean, if you take it in that simple of form, um, you know, Mandela right after said he probably wouldn't run him here, and now he's here, and that tells you how well he's been training. So I think that's a really good sign. I think it's between the one and the nine. I, I, I'll be pretty chalky in this one. I think Arabian Night, second off the layoff, should get better. I don't know if he's going to get, you know, better enough. I guess is the right, uh, the wrong phrase, but kind of the way I feel to to beat Go Rocket Ride. But um, I, I think these three year olds are a little better than these older horses. So I went one nine in here. I just think um, Go Rocket Ride beat Arabian uh, Night pretty easily. I just think if he fires that kind of race, I don't think uh, Arabian Night turns the tables. You know, Arabian Night, you got there's a lot of credit there. I feel like off of the uh, long, long layoff that day, I think I was probably too hard on him. Um, we'll, we'll find out how hard I if I if I was right, uh, you know, after that race. But the way he kind of kept on, you know, after kind of getting swallowed up there in the stretch, and you know, with Mage and Go Rocket Ride right going right past Arabian Night. You know, he still held on for third. It wasn't like a, you know, a, a terribly long distance. I think it was about four lengths back. So it's like, all things considered, the long layoff obviously got tired. I, I do give him a lot of credit for holding on for third. And I think that says something about just he is a talented horse. He just, you know, maybe needed the race plus um, got a little tired. But I still haven't, you know, I just want, you know, it's like you don't normally see that from, from a Bob Baffert horse. Like if he gets second, that's fine. I mean, we, I think, I mean, Mage obviously was terrible in the Travers, but how good is Mage as well? So I don't know, like Arabian Night, are you thinking Arabian Night can really bounce back and, and wire the field? I think he's going to try. Uh, I think he'll get a little bit better pace set up, but no, I, I don't think he's, he's going to have to improve quite a bit. Uh, that's the thing. Um, I, I don't think he's quite, after what I saw in that first race, or the first race back, I should say in the Haskell, he didn't, he didn't really threatened to win that race at any point and he was a huge favorite you know and 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 when you're a huge favorite and you're never a threat to win it's it's just there's not a whole lot of good things you can say i mean the good thing you can say heading into this race at least it's second off the layoff at least it looks like the pace could set up a little bit better i just i think end of the day somebody will catch him i guess is where i'm going i, I wouldn't be surprised if he runs second or third again but i think somebody's catching this horse yeah, and, and with the Go Rocket Ride, the, the horse that you would think would, would, would be the one to catch the horse, went off it. God, he almost got 13 to 1 on him that day. Um, 12 to 1 listed in, in the half school. It's just insane price. You know, we talked all about how, like, how is this horse going off of that price? And I'm with you. I, I couldn't, I'm not quite sure. Like, it was like, okay, we're going to the Pacific Classic. And then from there, it was like, no, we'll probably go to the Shared Belief. Um, after that and then it was like no now we're going back to the pacific classic so i don't know what to make of that but i guess you could say like you said is that, that he's doing so well that that mandela is uh is wanting to bring in the horse uh to run in this kind of race and knows the competition will be stiff and, and still doing it 
So I think that's a, that's a really positive sign. I li- I really, from a, from a, who I think is going to win, I think Go Rocket Ride makes the most sense. Like, obviously, very, um, uh, he's proven to be, I mean, I think if he wins here, I would put him over. I don't know if you agree with this. Would you put him over Archangelo? I think I would if he wins a, wins a Pacific Classic. Yeah, I mean, to give him a win over older horses, it, it just, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I think they're going to be one, two easily. Uh, if he wins pretty impressively. Yeah. I think, I think I would, I would put him over uh, Archangelo, but it's close, you know, and, and I think we would then be living in a world if that happens where the top two choices in the classic are definitely going to be three-year-olds, you know, and, and I think go rocket ride would be the favorite. Yeah. And, and on top of that, two, three-year-olds that, I guess you could say kind of are, are coming into themselves the second half of the year. You know, yep. they weren't horses that, I mean, yes, we did have one prep race from go rock or ride. Um, technically the Peter Pan, I guess is a prep for the Belmont, but still like these two horses weren't on the triple crown trail really all that long. And so two horses, three-year-olds that are getting better um, the second half of the season. All right. From a older horse perspective, I think the horse that I'm most interested in and not really a shocker, is the five defunded um, for Bob Baffert, the other Baffert, I guess you could say. I think will be the biggest price between the three, um, well, the two three-year-olds and, and 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 him. You know, he ran, he off, went off the favor. That's the issue last time out in the San Diego, ran really poorly, um, finished fourth. You know, the question is, does he like Del Mar? But look at this horse and what this horse has done in the past. It's been a very capable horse, likes this distance at three, three starts, one win one second, one third, and man, you go look at the workouts. This guy is like bullet after bullet, lots of bullets on the page. It seems like he is ready to go. And I wouldn't be surprised Alterman if the, uh, like it's the other Baffert that makes the big strong case here to win the race and not the Arabian night that, you know, everyone's all infatuated with. Yeah. You tell you what, if you, if you're talking about horses, you think can win it, I think senior, or I think, excuse me, I think defunded is the one, um, that you have to look at. I think he's uh, easily the third, uh, most likely winner. And if you can go three deep in the race, I think you have to use him. So I like to fund it a lot. I think he's got a shot to win. And then two of the other older horses that I'm interested in playing underneath stiletto boy and senior Buscador. I think these two horses, I would be pretty surprised if they won, but I think they could hit the board at decent prices. Stiletto boy has been doing that for a while. And then Buscador, you know, he won the prep for this and, He's proven when he steps up, he still can get up there and and hit the board or kind of be a threat. So I thought he was interesting in here as well. But as far as another win candidate, Defunded seems to be uh, on that list. I think we know he's good, not great. So if he wins, I would put a pause button on the rest of the horses that finished behind him. Yeah, the problem with the 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 idea if defunded wins is certainly if senior buscador were to win or or a triple or a, you know like a uh i'm trying to think of another one that would be i guess <sighs> slow down andy that's that's by too far but point is is like if any of these horses older horses win we have we have a pretty big issue right because i i, I just don't like i i think defunded is a really good horse I don't know that he's like world-class type of Baffert horse, you know, that we've seen in the past from the olders. Um, so I, I do, I think he can win. I do think he can win this race, but that's assuming that like Arabian night doesn't quite get the distance and go rocket ride, maybe bounces a tad um, from his last race. And that, you know, and all, both things could definitely happen for sure. Um, I, it, it defunded. I feel like we kind of know what he is. Last race, he was worse than he should have been, right? I mean, that mm-hmm. was too far the other way. So I do think we're going to get some value here on him based off that poor performance, based off the fact that you've got two really good three-year-olds, seemingly really good three-year-olds in the race. And so to me, there is going to be value on that number five defunded, especially, you know, John's, I think he listed what I tell you. He was four to one, I think mm-hmm. is what he's listed off as. So uh, to me, he's the play. Defunded is the play in this race because I do think Go Rock or Ride will be bet down. I wouldn't be, dude, I wouldn't be surprised if Arabian Nights the favorite. I mean, I think a lot of people are going to bet this horse yet again um, in this race. And so you're going to have third choice, at least undefunded. And to me, that's where the value lies. Yeah, he was bet like 
crazy in the Haskell talking about Arabian night. So we'll see. I mean, I, I read John's article and he's like, well, you know, he, he got beat pretty decisively, but you know what? He was bet like the next coming of secretariat in that race. So uh, yeah. I'm with you. I think Arabian night takes money again. Um, we'll see. I, yeah, defunded, you know, he, he's been the best older horse in California. Like I said, last time out, he was not good. He'll bounce. I think he'll run better. I mean, he, he, he's going to bounce back. Okay. I have a, uh, a boy that needs to be wiped. So continue to talk amongst yourselves. All right. I can do it. Um, yeah. So, you know, another one I thought about in here, we'll talk about for a second here is the number 11 Skinner. I think he's uh, a horse again, Kind of like uh, the Senior Buscador uh, and uh, Stiletto Boys of the World, Skinner kinds of feels the same way. Only you're going to get a little better of a price on him. You're going to get you know fifteen twenty to one. I would guess on him maybe ten twelve. He'll just come from out of it. He'll make one run. He's the three year old that's kind of going to be ignored in here, and rightfully so. He hasn't been great, but you know if the pace sets up and. You got to look if defunded goes, uh, maybe if Arabian night goes, uh, you know, one or two, a uh, slow down. Andy might go, maybe Skinner gets up for third, you know, passes some pretty tired horses, but, uh, I, I just, you know, I, I just don't think you could support him to win. I, I don't think he's going to get all the way there. Um, yeah. So I think Skinner's the other one to talk about here. That's kind of interesting, but again, uh, I, I, I prefer stiletto boy and senior Buscador a little bit more. Speaking of, I mean, speaking of Skinner, I just, that reminds me of what I just did in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, so. right. <laughs> Great segue. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what, um, I, I thought it was alarming to me that, you know, you have a, a day like the the, the uh, Pacific Classic Day and, you know, no offense to my boy, Barrios Hector, but, you, <laughs> you know, you couldn't, that's what John Sheriff's got, George, you know, Mike Smith obviously is there, Espinosa's there. There's options um, if this horse was kind of kicking down the barn, so to speak, or the stall. You would have thought maybe we got a more of a high caliber jockey. So I don't know. I think Skinner's been an overrated horse since debut. So it's just yeah, it, it's been. It seems like it's been that way all all all. Uh, where is Practical Move by the way? Is he retired? I haven't heard from him in a long time. Let's see if he's got to work. Uh, I I don't know the answer to that one. I mean. It's it's amazing to me when these horses like get fevers, they're they're out months, you know. <laughs> Kevin, it's just yeah, we've got it down. I've got it down to science. He he's he's a clean he's a clean pooper. So let's see. Just, practical move. Uh, he does. He has some workouts. He's got four he? workouts in August. So maybe he's getting back. He's training. He's been working. Yeah. Breeders' Cup, Dirt Mile. Interesting. Hmm. Um. I assume not the Bridge Cup mile. That'd be interesting on the turf, but um, awesome again or Penn Derby. I think for well, if he showed up at the Pennsylvania Derby, that'd be. I don't know who like who all is going towards the Pennsylvania Derby, but that'd be an interesting addition. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You looked at how bad uh, we talked about it last couple, of, maybe two weeks ago. When we talked about was it uh, Zozos? Man, how bad was he that day? Yeah, Monmouth, you go into the without a dirt mile type uh, horse for Brad Cox. So it's like that dirt mile division seems, you know, you always get the dirt mile, like always seems to be there's one or two, three, four year old or three year olds that like couldn't quite cut it on the uh, going long that are cutting back and, and now all of a sudden are very interesting. Yep. I think, I think practical move is going to be interesting coming back. I mean, you know, he was going to be one of your derby favorites. So we'll see. I apologize. I keep muting myself because I have my helper keeps, <laughs> you know, Davey, what do you get? You get a reward. You get a Coke reward every time you go poop, right? There you go. Yes. Uh, yeah. Saudi crown's going there, right? P. Mm -hmm. Yep. Be a hell of a race or hell yep. of a horse to, I don't know. I didn't like the fact that they instantly were like, we're not going to the Travers, but, uh, so obviously I think the horse has got some issues, but you know, Fort Bragg didn't run very well coming back. No, that was a. Anyways, we won't we won't talk on that race too much. But all right, so who's your pick, and why are you picking it? Yeah, go rock and ride for me. I, I just think uh, he looks really, really good in the Haskell, and um, 
I just kind of feel like who's going to turn the tables on him here. Not quite sure. I, I, I just think he looks like the best one and should save ground stock and uh, pounce. So yeah, give me go rocket ride. So, the magic says his reward for pooping is feeling three pounds lighter. That's always <laughs> a good feeling when you feel like you've lost weight after doing nothing. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, that's how I, speaking of pooping, that's how I feel about go rocket ride winning this. Hopefully he wins though. I love go rocket ride. Um, Obviously, a, a boy from my fantasy team. I, I haven't done too well um, this year uh, after after the words. You know, Tabit tries obviously did okay in the Travers. But give me the uh, five to fund it. I think there's where the most value lies as far as my – I like the three horses. I think, you know, all three, you know, Go Rock Ride, um, uh, Arabian Night, or Defunded. I think it's one of those three that win the race. Um, I, I won't go deeper than those three here, uh, but I, I just think that the fund is going to offer the most value and he has races in his past that are good enough. I believe to win this race. Um, he, he, he's ran numbers that are higher than both Arabian night and go rocker ride. If he can, if Bobby, you know, and Bobby can sneak him in there and kind of, you know, Hey, everyone look over here, look at Arabian, and then boom, get defunded in this race, especially after that poor effort. Um, I think it would be a, uh, a major value to be had with defunded. Do I think he's like a legit classic horse? No, not really. I mean, to me, I look at this race and say, if go rocket ride or go Arabian night win, they're a legit right for class for the classic. Like, I think you can make a case for them assuming they win impressively. Whereas defunded boy, what a, what a, what a, a difference a year makes Halterman. Remember last year's specific classic. They do. And look at this year's. So, by the way, I went back and watched it, just you know, handicapping and stuff, and got sidetracked. That we'll, we'll never see a better Pacific Classic. No, no, that wasn't We've even seen a race. Some great ones though. We've you know? seen some really good ones. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, Beholder before that came. It was always the the race I that I thought of. Um, Mandela, of course, winning that one with Beholder. But man, I mean, that what you can't even count that as a race last year. Mm-hmm. That was just he would just it. <laughs> He was so far ahead of Country Grammar that Baffert joked that he actually thought Country Grammar won the race. Country Grammar actually thought he won the race. Yeah. Like he started heading towards the winner's circle, like after the race. He's like, hey, I won. I didn't even see Pacific or didn't even see Flight Line. Um, maybe we'll see. Well, maybe this race will produce another Breeders' Cup classic winner. We'll find out. But for this race, Hawthorne's on number one, Go Rocket Ride. I'm going number five, Defunded. <laughs> All right, time for Rapid Fire presented by Racing Dudes Free Premium Picks. If you haven't seen this, go to racingdudes.com and just see on the main menu, hit free picks, hit free premium picks there. And you can see every day we offer a free track so you can kind of get an idea of what the premium picks are about. We've added a new feature that not just the premium picks, which, you know, the the, the picks from Halterman, um, and just the, the regular top fours and things like that. We, now we've added where when we have available, you can get free Somo Bombs, free Rockets as well. Now that's not every day, but just go to that page and, and you can see every day if there is uh, available. Today we have Somo Bombs available for Kentucky Downs. So if you're playing Kentucky Downs, make sure you go uh, to the, the website and log, if you are already a subscriber or you have an account, just log into your account, go to the dashboard, you'll see the free tab and you can you can access uh Samich's soma bombs for today at kentucky downs rockets will be on there from time to time bombs it just gives everybody an opportunity to kind of try out the products see what the see what they're about play them for a day and see what you like and what you don't like and if you, uh, if you like them you can become a subscriber so um racingdudes.com free premium picks make sure you go to the website at racingdudes.com and learn more all right let's go to let's stay at Dunmar. But let's go to race number nine. This is the uh, Green Flash Handicap, grade three, 150K for three-year-olds and up, going five furlongs on the turf. It is a Breeders' Cup winning your end for the Breeders' Cup turf sprint. <laughs> and, dude, fulfill to 12. What, what more do you want than five furlongs on the turf sprinting fulfilled with three also eligibles? I mean, it's basically a single, right? Yeah, you're right. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say there, I can't but, even get I mean, it all it, on the screen. These these uh, these races at Del Mar, like I said, they they've been so good. Um, it's 
there's so many different ways you go. I went number five, uh, Beer Can Man on top. I've always liked this horse. Uh, just seems to show up uh, with a solid effort each and every time. Doesn't win every time, that's for sure, but uh, always shows up and runs well. I mean, he's got a pretty good uh, record here at Del Mar. Only lost by a head last time out in what I believe was just a prep uh, for this one. So I went with the five, Beer Can Man here. I wish I knew the odds. Um, I don't want this horse, if he's you know three to one or something but uh if he's a decent enough price four or five to one i think beer can man is gonna be my place so give me the five here um listen i, I like beer can man quite a bit I, I i put this horse in my top four but on top give me the number let's see what number is it number eight motorious every time i say that i say that name i'm like Mo you know the notorious song motorious uh, <laughs> this is the horse that yeah, listen, I, wouldn't you be kind of surprised? Well, I say that. It's a, it's a turf sprint. But it seems like D'Amato's got this field kind of where he wants them. There's got several options in the race. All uh, seemingly could win this thing. Notorious last time out, got second in the turf sprint at Churchill Downs. That was off a little bit of a layoff. And who beat him? No balls beat him, um, which is a nice race. Obviously, that horse came back to win and looked impressive. The race prior to that, Won a grade three, uh, going six and a half. This horse at this distance, three starts, one win, two seconds, one for one at Del Mar. What did you make of uh, Pratt? By the way, Pratt coming in to ride, mostly for uh, Bob Baffert, but yeah, he is riding, riding in some races that Bob doesn't have horses, but um, riding for a bunch of horses on Saturday at Del Mar, so take that into account. But what did you make of Pratt? Is this a, a move that Pratt jumped off, or... D'Amato put Rispoli, Rispoli on. I think it's it might be a situation where it's like we don't know when if Pratt is going to be here. So when he does jump back here, you might have already had somebody kind of locked up. That's kind of my thing on that. I, I don't know for sure. Sometimes these jockey situations are a little more in depth than what we see on the surface. And that could be it as well. So I like your pick. I wouldn't be worried about the jockey situation. No, I, I really am. In, but Dennis says Pratt was going to be on laneway at Kentucky. Dance. So maybe there was like a last second uh, change and that you had to make some. Obviously, like you say, you can't wait on them forever. Uh, but that like this is one of those where it's like you look at Pax Wall and you're like, there is no reason why he would be on Pax Wall. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, and so I don't I look at that. I don't, I don't look at that as like a negative that he's not on the horse. So give me the number eight. Uh, Motorious to win the Green Flash Handicap. All right, let's go to the race after the uh, Pacific Classic Race 11, the Del Mar Handicap. It's a grade two. We're 300K for three-year-olds and up, going one three-eighth miles on the turf. It is a Breeders' Cup uh, winner, winner in for the Long Jeans Turf. We had one of those last week at the, the Sword Dancer. <clears throat> Got one here at Del Mar. The Long Jeans Turf winning your in. Race, or field of 11 uh, lines up here. and I mean, another one. The motto, it seems like, has several options that could win this thing. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, he, he does. it. It's uh, You feel like you kind of need to go with the motto here. And I, so I did. I'll be a little bit chalky on this one. I like the number 10 Gold Phoenix. Uh, I always have uh, liked this horse. Um, so I'll, I'll go ahead and, and lean that way. Uh, last time out in the Eddie Reed, uh, looked pretty darn good. Was able to get the job done, beat some horses that, you know, you know, for uh, California turf horses, were pretty highly regarded. Uh, it's another one usually shows up with a good effort. And I think Gold Phoenix will show up with another one here. So give me Gold Phoenix uh, on top in this race. Yeah, you know, I've seen a couple comments in here. The nine, uh, Planetario. Um, that's, I was honestly between that horse and Gold Phoenix. That's kind of where I kept going back and forth. I got those two, one, two. I, my, my issue with, is it, is it Planetario? Plain Terrio, is that yes. how you say it? Yep. Okay. Plain Terrio, my issue with her is I w the United Nations was not awesome. There was a lot of hype going into the, that horse last time out in the United Nations and just didn't run all that well past tired horses, basically. And I don't know, like, maybe was it a class situation? Uh, you know, this is a horse that was running into grade one for the first time. So I wonder... But maybe just shipping out, you know, maybe coming back home, that'll be a little bit better. That's not ran at Del Mar, though, so we'll find out. To me, Gold Phoenix is the definition of consistent. 
three starts at Del Mar, two wins, and a third. This distance, one for one. Brings it every time. So I'm with you. I lean towards Gold Phoenix. Wouldn't be surprised if Plantario wins, but give me number uh, number 10, Gold Phoenix. This is another <laughs> one where the odds are going to matter, right? Yeah. Like, they... I'm not playing that horse at Plantario at a short price, but it's just going to depend on what the price is. He hasn't done enough to be played at a short price. Look at this. See if I can fit all these on the screen. Oh, look at that. Number, <laughs> let's go to Saratoga on Saturday race three. The Flower Bowl Stakes Grade 2, 500K, Phillies and Marriage, four-year-olds and up, going one and three-eighths miles on the inner turf. A whopping field of four Phillies and Mares show up here. Dude, Halsman, I don't know where you're going to do. It's a Breeders' Cup winning you're in, by the way, for the Makers Mark Philly Mare Turf. Glad we can just give one of these horses a free trip after beating three other horses. But here we go. Four to five on McCulloch, seven to five on Amazing Grace. I mean, there's only two others, so I might as well read them off. Harnack at six to one. And Tamara, Tamarma, Tamarama, six to one. See, I shouldn't have read it. But seven to five versus four to five. Chad Brown versus Clement. Yeah, the three horse also entered in a race Friday. So we'll see if the three runs. And if it does, then it'll be a field of three. Look, McCulloch, I think, should win this race, uh, you know, pretty easily. However, it is such a short field. You, you never really know how these are going to set up. There's not a real, like, shape of the race. Well, you know, for lack of a better term, like, it's, 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 there's not any pace. There's not this. There's not that. They're just going to kind of going to fall where they fall. If this is a normal circumstance type of race, I think McCulloch wins very easy. I'm going to go ahead and say that again. I think McCulloch wins very easy, but this is this is not horse racing. I'm sorry. This is a joke, and that's about all I got to say. Like this is this is embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, you said it. It's a, it's an embarrassing race. It's it's one that you. What are you supposed to do? I mean, you play. I mean, you can't play it. You got to single it and just move on. And means from a results standpoint, it really means nothing because no matter what happens, it's not even hardly a race. And so it's just, yeah, it's it's a joke. And honestly, I've been so busy this week. Kind of took a little bit of time off just after our trip, and I was handicapping it. And I thought, got to this race, and I thought, my gosh, what is this? This is a joke. Uh, give me the two McCulloch. I mean. I'm, it's not gonna get crazy here. It's just uh, I mean, the horse loves this. This Saratoga loves the distance. It was really good. I thought last time out proved me wrong. I pl- tried to beat her um, last time out. Ran really, really well. I thought so. McCulloch for me, but again, I to win you're in. It's. I mean, McCulloch is one that if she wins again, regardless, like you, you can at least have some sort of because she's a nice horse. Um, but again, it doesn't really tell you much what happens here. I mean, no. how are you supposed to? I mean, uh, the, everything goes out the window anyways um, when you have a field like this. So, uh, yeah, McCulloch for me, we'll, we'll just move on because it's a, it's a bullshit race. All right, let's go to race number 11, I think it is. The This is the, yeah, the Jockey Club Gold Cup Stakes, Saratoga, race 11, Saturday, grade one, uh, worth a million dollars for three-year-olds and up, going a mile and a quarter. So you kind of have the classic winning your ends this is a breeders cup classic winning your end on each side of the uh, the country at del mar of course to the pacific classic and then you've got one here in the jockey club gold cup um at saratoga field of eight halterman shows up here and nine to five really i mean no no doubt about it nine to five on rattle and roll two to one on proxy where are you going what do you think of the field what do you think of the horse's chances after this race yeah, I got to stick with rattle and roll. Um, I, I don't love playing the peak horses as favorites, but he's been able to kind of beat that trend. I mean, he's been able to get the job done as a short price. And I think it's just because he's just a damn consistent horse, man. And this horse came with a run last time out, even when he lost. And gosh, he only got beat a half length despite a very, very wide effort. So I'll go rattle and roll on top. I'm not going to sit here and say I think he's going to roll, though. I think you got to you got to push the brakes a little bit at that. Even when he wins, it's not usually by wide margins. But I do think he comes there. He comes on late and gets the job done. So give me the four rattle and roll. I mean, fourth. I mean, well, really, the four and the one are are obvious. I mean, it's just to me, it was just trying to decide between the two, and which means it would probably be Clapton or 
something to that lines that will that will win but uh, it's you know cla- right on roll i'm sorry what you know has been really really good you know i thought ran a really nice race and Stephen foster just got beat by westwood power who decided to show up that day after not showing up for us in the last race but you yeah. know it's just been a solid horse for, you know really kind of this year especially has turned it into a, a horse that maybe they thought he would be um but man listen i'm, I'm gonna go a little bit of a i'm gonna go proxy and i not a horse that i necessarily love to pick picked him last time one gate to wire everyone had that right the, the horse would go gate to wire but did show a nice versatility that day um, which I think you'll need this horse is, a, you know, is a tap it and definitely seems like it's been a, it runs like a tap it, you know, that Stephen Foster, we, I just mentioned ran, it, ran eight, you know, just didn't fire at all. But then the race before won the Oakland handicap, the race after won the Monmouth cup. So it's, he's one of those that shows up in, in spots and it hasn't ran well in certain spots as well. So, you know, hasn't ran a Saratoga, but I do think this is a horse that's getting better. Um, and kind of starting to figure it out, it, kind of those numbers, which would would uh, would support that as well. So, give me the one proxy and fast forward to Saturday afternoon when I'm cussing out Rosario for some sort of dumbass ride that he gives this horse. Um, but give me the one proxy. And before we move on to the next race, thought we talked all obviously we talked a lot about the Pacific Classic and what that means towards the Classic. This is a winning you're in. We know the division is weak. We know, especially considering what we, we don't know what will happen in that race on uh, Del Mar, but proxy or right on roll. Do you think one of those horses could make a legitimate case for themselves to win the Breeders' Cup Classic with a win here? Yeah, I, I do. And it's, it's because there's just not a lot of horses that you're real high on, right? I mean, normal year, proxy, rattle and roll, not two horses that you're real excited about, but um show me show me a horse that you're just terrified that one of these two couldn't beat if they ran their best race and that's the whole deal uh do i think they're going to be my pick come november no probably not but they're in the ball game um so we'll see i mean uh, we'll be comparing this the pacific classic and uh on on saturday and i think the pacific classic will give us a better horse but I mean, these horses aren't the worst right they're not great but they're not the worst so uh, i think one of them yeah will will probably stamp themselves as a what third fourth fifth choice in the in the classic yeah i mean win here especially by one of those two um there's a couple in here that are interesting well since this is a breeder's cup classic race we will talk a little bit about this in a little more detail rob asked if any of these one of the, have won at this distance yeah, there's several that have won at this distance um right on roll would be the most established he's got three starts at this distance two of them have been wins uh i'm trying to think off the top of my head the one that was not uh a win um so i guess they're counting mile and 316 yeah quarter races. was the one so yeah because yeah, he um, has I don't even think he's ever started at this specific distance. This exact distance, yeah. They they like to they rounded up. Or, yeah. So the mile and three sixteenths is what he's actually ran at. He's never ran at the actual mile and quarter because he was not in the Breeders' Cup. Or, I mean, in the Kentucky Derby. Um, Duke of Love has two starts, one win. I want to go to the eight horse real fast. A bright future, a Todd Pletcher horse, Repoli, St. Ellis Stable. Obviously, the connections are high there. This is a horse that debuted. Um, after after his three-year-old year, debuted, um, took a while after that debut, then took a while again coming back this year, has kind of struggled um, a little bit. And then that, you know, they put brought the horse back down to an allowance race last time out at Saratoga, and the horse just aired. Looks really good. I tried to beat the horse that day, so I remember this horse specifically because I, I, I did use the horse in the Brooklyn. Anyways, this horse, what are you doing with Bright Future? I mean, he's the one that's got speed, so I, I put him in fourth. I do think he can get out in front. Uh, speed has been golden at Saratoga on the dirt the last few days. I don't know if that'll hold up or not. It didn't in the second race, actually, today. So maybe that track is changing a bit. But, look, I mean, he could get out in front. I don't see a whole a whole lot of other speed in the race. So maybe he's the one they got to run down. You would think they're going to be able to do that. Um, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see if he can pull off a, a big upset here. Yeah, I just don't think he's. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't think he's like. I don't think he's classy enough to get this thing done. But mm-hmm. um, if if it's not one of these two, then it really I think you can make it up. You could probably make a case for any of them. 
to, to mm-hmm. really win this thing. Because if the, one of those two don't show up, then then something must mean something funky's happened. But all right, let's go to the last rapid fire race here. We're going to go to Kentucky Downs for the first time this year. And uh, there's a bunch to, to pick from, obviously, every day running. Um, I don't know the schedule off the top of my head, but they are running this. They're running right now. They're running Saturday as well. We'll go to the main event. And I did get we did get clarification. I think I think Magic was technically correct. Now, I don't know. Uh, okay. Other than the 11 and the 12, this is a $2 million race. So if, if, well, if, a, if a Kentucky bread wins the race, then it's a $2 million race. If it's not, then it's a million dollar race. And the 11 and the 12 are Florida and Ireland bread. So other than those two, it is a $2 million race. So race 10, Kentucky down Saturday, which that is stupid shit ever. Mint million stakes, great three, $2 million. Uh, for three-year-olds and up, going one mile on the turf. <clears throat> Got a field of 12 showing up here. Alterman, eight to five on Annapolis. Uh, obviously, going to be the heavy favorite. Eight to five makes sense. Churchtown at four to one. Eight to one on Ancient Rome. Uh, Nine to two on your boy Smoking Tea Atone. It's terrible last out at eight to one. Really, <clears throat> you know how it goes at, at Kentucky Downs. It can be all over the place. So good luck handicapping this. By the way, if you're playing the sequence, good luck playing the sequence because it's insane. But where are you going? Oh, boy. I, I'm going to go Annapolis. I <laughs> I just worry about playing short prices at this track. But he is far and away the best horse in the race. If he takes to the surface he's he's just better than the rest of these horses i mean you you mentioned my boy smoking tea yeah he barely beat like a a, a field of stakes horses that hadn't won a stakes an open stakes in forever like he beat barely beat dakota gold who came back awful by the way and that's that's a that's a nine to two horse in here you know there's church there's church town who i guess you could go with him but Annapolis beat him, and you know he's not up to those standards. Annapolis, if he, if you could just translate where he's, how he's been running this year, everywhere else to this track, he should win because he has got a perfect spot here. He he is facing a field that's not very good. If this race was run at Churchill or not at Churchill at, at Saratoga, I would single him without any doubt. So I just got to hope that he takes to the turf course. If he does, I think he wins pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, that, anybody that's new to handicapping this, you just got to, it's like, okay, you handicap the race, and then you stop, and you say, well, now throw out, every, throw out everything you just did because it's, it's, it's Kentucky Downs. You don't know how they're going to handle the track. You don't, you know, the distance, the configuration is a little different from it. It's a mile on race, but the, with the undulations and stuff, it's more like a mile 16th race, I always think. So it's, it's just tricky to handicap it. And uh, so, yeah, Annapolis to me is, is, is the, 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 the legit, the clear horse that should win and, and the one to beat. But you know me, I'm not playing the eight to five here at, at Kentucky Downs. So give yeah. me, give me the six ancient Rome. I thought this was an interesting horse here at eight to one. Jamie Spencer comes in to ride, of course, rode this horse last time out coming in over from overseas this is an international horse um for charlie hills it's a, you know obviously not a ton to go off of right when you have a horse like that but you hope i went back and watched a couple of his races you watched that race last time out um at goodwood this horse that kind of came from off the pace going a mile uh <clears throat> a mile a quarter and and just really came flying late and, and to win that thing and i thought it looked really good is, you know they've tried this horse in group ones and group uh, group threes and has ran okay you know has beaten by a head in one group one uh gotten third in another like i i just think when you look at this horse this horse should like this kind of turf you know this distance nine starts three wins a second and a third so it's really you know going off of more of a gut than anything that you think this horse will adapt to this turf and if he and if he does i think he will come with a run late in the in the race so annapolis to me is obviously the one to beat but i'm going to take a shot with an eight to one price number six ancient roman and by the way i don't i, I would doubt we get eight to one on that horse just because because of the you know like uh, overseas and 
you know, he kind of got that newness factor of what, you know, because they kind of know everyone else, but we don't really know much about him. I think this horse will be bet some. I mean, Annapolis will take a ton of money, clearly so. But I think Ancient Realm will be more like five to one, somewhere in there. He He's the unknown. So I think you're probably right. Because, it, like, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to say, I'm going to take a tone. I'm going to take smoking tea. Because it's like, yeah, you, you've kind of seen Annapolis be better than them. Ancient Rome, you, you haven't seen him over here, obviously. So I, I agree. I think he's going to be a little bit lower. He hasn't taken much money in his overseas races, um, but you know that doesn't mean a whole lot when it comes to this this spot. No, he's thirty three to one in that race yeah. last time out. Um, but prior to that, had been bet pretty hard. You know, you look even in fact there was a couple Group Ones where the horse was a favorite um, back in uh, twenty twenty one. So two years ago, back uh, at uh, Longchamp, this horse was back to back favorites in Group Ones in a Group Three, and so. Um, has been bet hard and has won and been bet hard and lost. And so I think this is a horse that needs a little bit of change of, scen change of scenery as well. So, I mean, again, going with the gut play here. But number six, Ancient Rome. Good luck at Kentucky Downs. It's one of those, to me, it's one of those meets. If you can get one race right, yep, that's all it takes. One race, one sequence right, and you're you're made. It's It's the toughest meet of the year because it's so odd. But... If you get if you get one home, it, it really could be anything. You could you could play Annapolis with an exacta or something, and it's gonna pay because it's that tough to get winners and hit and cash tickets at Kentucky Down. So good luck in this race. I've got uh, <clears throat> number six Ancient Realm. Halsburn's got number ten Annapolis. <laughs> All right, that's all the time we have. Check us out at racingnews.com for free picks and our premium selections on our products page. Click the Get Racing News Premium button at the menu at racingnews.com to learn more. Remember, go check out that free premium page at the website so you can you know, get, an access, get access to some of our uh, premium products and learn about them and play them free for a day. So go to, that web, go to that page, as well as our Best Bets page to see who we all like every single day. If you can, you know, who I like, how, uh, who Halterman likes, our, our top plays every single day across the country whether it be in horse racing, baseball, obviously football now. Um, good to have that coming back. Speaking of that coming back, well, next week, Halterman, I'll put you uh, to the test, our, our, I guess both of us, and give out our mm -hmm. football NFL um, final predictions with the, the opener, man. I got a problem next week because the Chiefs open up the year and I've got a soccer game um, at 6 and the game's at like 7.30. So we're going to... We're gonna win the game, and then we're gonna have to just just I'm gonna have to zip back home. But yep. uh, we got that going on next week. But college football really hit going. I mean, you started next last week, but full stride this week. So thoughts on uh, everything going on with college football? I'm glad it's coming back. We got uh, two games tonight that are well, we got about eight or nine games. We had two really good games tonight, and then uh, a really good Saturday, Sunday. You got LSU, Florida State, which is number five versus number eight. Um, so. I'm glad it's back. Uh, it's it's going to be pretty dang awesome. I I, uh, I think it's going to be a really good year. Um, uh, my dad and I did our show last night and uh, had a real good audience, and, and people have been watching it. So I think people are excited. Um, as far as tonight goes, I really liked Utah until they announced their quarterback was out. And now I'm just going to sit and watch. I'm not betting that one. But should be a really, really good opening weekend. What's your what's – your, uh... I I won't because I don't watch it close enough. Um, national championship, what is it? Oh, I mean it. It, it feels like Georgia is gonna gonna be there again out of the SEC. It's really tough to win it three years in a row, though. So, you know, somebody's probably gonna knock them off or upset them this year. Even though on paper it didn't really look like it. Uh, give me Georgia and uh, gosh, who's gonna play him? <laughs> Michigan. I think Michigan will probably be the team that gets there. I think I think it's I think it's one of those two. I like it, Georgia, Michigan, and I think you're saying Michigan would upset them because you're saying it's hard to win three in a row. So Michigan, is, I mean, you're I'm, here first. Halterman's predicting Michigan to win the national championship. I, I if I took if I took Georgia or the field, I'd take the field just because man, law of averages, it is really really tough to go win three. Um, but their roster looks amazing. And yeah, I, I, listen, that Michigan team, that should be the best team they've had in a long, long time. Um, I mean, they should be just as good as last year. I don't know how Michigan lost to TCU last year. Uh, they should be shot for that, but uh, <laughs> they did, they did lose. And, uh, but I think they'll be back. They'll be really tough. I think they're better than Ohio state uh, this year. Um, yep. But yeah, I, I like Michigan. A lot of the big 10 it's tough because 
I, I just don't know. Gosh, Georgia still that roster just looks better than everybody else. Coming from somebody that I mean, I mean, I'm an NFL guy, and I mean, I watch college as much as I can. But it seems like every year it's Michigan's year. That's all I hear about at the beginning of the year. It's Michigan's year. We got a great team. Is it, I mean, is it how different is it than most time most years? Well, I mean, it they have been very good the last two years. Um, the problem is they just and, and everybody's problem is they're just not Georgia. But this is if they make the playoffs again, I mean, that's three really good years in a row for Michigan. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the problem is nobody has really been able to match up with Georgia. And I mean, just because you can't doesn't mean you're, you know, it's disappointing. It's just they they've got the best talent right now. They're the new Alabama. You know, sure. so, uh, and then, yeah, no, I'm not concerned about how go look at here. Hold on. Let me read off who they play in these three games. Why is he suspended? Oh, he's just all kinds of shit. Um, all right. East Carolina, UNLV and Bowling Green. I think they could win with magic coaching them. I feel like they could just not even have coaches and win those three. So I think they'll be be, fine. Um, Will it kind of ruin their continuity or anything like that? That's possible, uh, but that's just something you'll have to see. You could have uh, the uh, the hurt quarterback on crutches coaching them like in Varsity Blues. Maybe. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right, guys, uh, make sure you go follow us on Twitter at, at Racy underscore Dudes, Instagram and Facebook. You can find all episodes of Blickers Off um, by visiting our podcast page, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, all the places you listen to podcasts. We are there. As well as our YouTube page, you just go. You know, if you're watching us live right now, we appreciate it. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and notification bell. But if you're not, go to YouTube and search for Racing Dudes, and you can do all those same things. And that way, you'll be alerted when we go live, and you can interact with us and um, ask questions throughout these live shows. Speaking of live shows, later on this afternoon, the Magic Mike Show will do the Saturday Del Mar Late Pick Five preview. That'll be a hell of a show because that Late Pick Five is insane. Um, All graded stakes races, uh, just one after another. Big fields, tough to handicap. So make sure you stay tuned later on this afternoon at four o'clock central time when you hear Magic and Samich going over the late pick five at Del Mar this Saturday. All right, dude. Well, any uh any final thoughts on the weekend before we head out? No, everybody have a really good weekend. This is a fun ass weekend. Uh plenty of college football, plenty of racing all over the country. If you're sick of Saratoga, well, I got good news for you. There's great racing everywhere. Uh, this weekend and then also uh, if you're still on baseball i mean uh, that's good too uh there's got a lot of good baseball going on so this is a great sports weekend and everybody just uh have fun and good luck hope you guys cash a lot we are entering my favorite time of the year from really every standpoint sports obviously football uh the weather i love the fall you know and, and halloween and all those things and the kids and everything like that it's just a fun time of the year and and uh, Saratoga, and this year we've added in Saratoga ending. So <laughs> we added all my favorite things uh, to September starting. And, you know, the Chiefs opened up the season. What better can you ask for? So it is a great time of the year, and I'm excited for this. I think, yeah, from, from all things, you know, you and I being there live uh, at Saratoga, uh, we were really down. I think we still are a little bit, but this weekend has helped for me. It's like, okay, this is a nice weekend. Like, we got solid racing, Kentucky Downs. Uh, Del Mar's card is awesome. I can't wait for the, the Pacific Classic. So I'll be back in action as well as the entire team at RacingDudes.com. I'm Jared Welch. He is Aaron Halterman. Good luck this weekend, and specifically, good luck in the Pacific Classic. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your destination for all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for bettors of all skill levels, never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes 